That's it for me. Jude Young is up next. I'm Eric Asher. Have a great have a great evening from the dog kit to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all gotta go. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosher Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive and Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504 260 1061. Now, here's your host, University of New Orleans play by play voice Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. It's funny because it's true that the year, the calendar year 2022, such that it is, is almost half over already. So I'm not scheduled to do the next couple of nights. This will be my last show of the first half of the calendar year. Just that little reminder we never need. Uh, Time is flying by. Tonight, you know, it's interesting. We just wrapped up the College World Series. We just wrapped up the NBA draft. And yet, both of those are still sort of reverberating in the headlines, especially college baseball, because in a time of year where we've gotten used to in recent times college football recruiting really being hot and heavy with the early signing period in December on top of that now NIL the rush for the big recruits to get their big deals with big schools means a lot of the heavy lifting gets done before the high school football season even starts but now with college baseball and what is a return to the old ways. Remember, college baseball for a long time, you could transfer from one school to another and not have to worry about sitting out. That changed. Now with the open gates, with the one-time free transfer, you're seeing a lot of guys taking advantage of it. And nobody more so than what LSU's doing so far. Even after signing what was the consensus number one recruiting class, Jay Johnson not resting on his laurels and not being derailed by losing his top two assistants after just one season because they got head coaching jobs. Going out there and getting Minnesota Twins pitching coach Wes Johnson in midseason. Taking a pitching coach from a Major League Baseball team that's in first place in their division tells you a lot about the attractiveness of the job, working for Johnson, and the desires of Wes Johnson, no relation to Jay. To get back to the college game where he coached for a long time, including two SEC stops, and 
an Arkansas native who probably wants to wind up being a head coach as his end game by coming back to the SEC. So he's really not, or hasn't been, heavily involved in what LSU's already done in the portal, which is add talent. Mostly, now position talent. Dylan Teabrake is a two-time Big East Pitcher of the Year from Creighton. More than likely to go pro after the upcoming MLB draft next month. And yet, that's not much different from a lot of these high-quality pitchers in that highly-touted recruiting class already signed. That, based on where they're drafted, may never step foot on LSU's campus either. Jay Johnson is, well, he's uh, he's using it simply as a numbers game as far as his overall recruiting method. Instead of worrying about getting too many people committed or signed one way or the other to come to your program that never make it on campus, Johnson is just upping the numbers there and figuring in the end, if we can convince enough transfers, which he's worked on pretty heavily in the past few weeks, to decide they want to come to LSU on top of those recruits, you're going to get enough high-caliber talent on campus that you're going to have a loaded roster. The recent name, starting late last week, Tommy White, just ridiculous as a freshman slugger at NC State. Did Johnson or did he not promise White like he did his former slugger at Arizona who came with him from Tucson to Baton Rouge last year, talking about Jacob Berry, who's going to be a first-round pick coming up. Did he promise White, who's not exactly on the scouting report the best defender, a position in the field or every opportunity to claim one for a guy who mostly DH'd, played some first and third base, but wasn't in the lineup because of his glove. Did he promise him a chance? Maybe. Good. Give him the best chance to play. It wasn't Barry moving from corner outfield to third base and with his struggles defensively. That was the linchpin for what was a bad LSU defense in Johnson's first season. It was other spots that Johnson is proving to be very determined to address, particularly the middle infield. When you have an All-American center fielder like Dylan Cruz, when you talk about the spine of your team defensively, that part of the spine is not a problem. The spine being from home plate out to center field, where a lot of the action is a center fielder who can cover ground, a solid catcher, and Alex Malazzo defensively is that guy, but wasn't healthy this past year, and your middle infielders. Second base, and particularly shortstop. Let's put it this way. Even though reports have it that Jay Johnson really likes Jordan Thompson as a player, he has no intention of Jordan Thompson being his shortstop unless he absolutely dazzles between now and the start of next season. And even still, considering Thompson is in the Cape Cod League right now, the prestigious summer league of all summer leagues, and playing other positions than shortstop, I think everybody concerned understands that Thompson at LSU doesn't play shortstop again. 
because two high quality shortstops have brought have been brought into the program as transfers already or may wind up being on the team next year. Again, we'll see. We'll talk about the saturation point, get as many signees commitments as possible and take what you can get after the draft. Jack Pineda, rock solid shortstop for Baylor the last year and a half coming in. He may go pro based on how things work out with the draft and after it. If he does, Carter Young committing late last night on social media. The Vanderbilt shortstop, where defense is not his problem either. His problem was a sophomore slump last year after a much better full first freshman campaign. He arrived at Vandy, highly touted recruit, five-tool type potential in the pandemic year so. You don't count 15, 17 games, which most teams played. But he was 256 average, 16 homers as a freshman two seasons ago. This past year, though, miserable. Just over 200, but still fielded well. Got benched because of the problems with the bat by the end of the season. A down year for Vandy. And yet, a lot of programs would have taken Carter Young. Because you've got the guy who's got all the tools to be a good shortstop. And it's a matter of helping him figure it out at the plate. Way too many strikeouts. But Jay Johnson known with the way he puts the staff together as well. Helping guys improve at the plate. So LSU are addressing those problems. Maybe it works out that both Pineda and Young make it. Earn their spots in the lineup. One, probably Pineda, based on overall skill level, plays second base, which Pineda's played before back in his Baylor days. And you have an excellent up-the-middle defense with a lot of very talented bats, including Cruz, including White, up-and-comers like Josh Pearson, who flashed as a freshman this year, and who knows who else. Going to be great competition there based on who winds up making it to campus this fall to start preparing. If you're LSU, you're doing it the right modern way. We know some NIL money is involved. It has to be. And we know all the power teams are starting to pick through teams below them in the pecking order. And that hit a one-two punch today, a difficult one for the two in our town. How about two-year closer for Tulane, gone to be a Georgia Bulldog, Zach DeVito. Florida guy going closer closer to home. I get it. And the best all-around position player on UNO's team past year, guy from Bozer City, went through the JUCO ranks, really found himself average-wise at the plate under Blake Dean, Amani Larry, but has everything else. Superb defender at second base. Great speed. Patient at the plate. Just needed to get his swing mechanics right. And boy, did he. He was awesome this year. And scouts noticed, and big schools have noticed as well. Larry might wind up getting drafted, and if he does, I can't imagine. Being that he's only really in the field, been at second base, you still get drafted, you probably have to go. Because if you're still only going to play second base, or maybe third, there's not much you can do. To improve your stock. And there's no doubt that if Larry can go to the SEC and come close to the same production he had in the Southland, yeah. 
he could improve his stock, but that's another year out of a minor league system taken away. So you have to balance that out. Sometimes it's in your favor development-wise, financially. Sometimes it's not. So he could, because he's draft eligible, take off for minor league baseball. Whereas DeVito, I mentioned he was a closer for Tulane the past two seasons, 14 saves, better this year than the previous. And yet, supposedly, a pretty promising four-pitch mix. Now, he's not a big guy. I think he came in measuring in at under six feet tall. He's about six feet, not even 200 pounds at this point. So that works against you as far as your your overall scouting rating as a potential starter. But there are a lot more organizations that now are much more open-minded to the smaller pitcher to be a starter, open-minded to it because the importance of tunneling pitches and having a fastball that rides. You want pitchers more and more to be effective in the top third of the strike zone. Leads to more pop-ups and strikeouts. If you're not the 6-6 monster on the mound, you've got an advantage there. The taller the pitcher, the more down-plane naturally he has delivering the ball to the plate, already standing on a mound, so it's hard to keep the ball from essentially sinking. And when it stays up, it's hard to work in the higher part of the strike zone as a result. So the shorter pitcher, if they have the body, the build, the stamina, that they can throw enough pitches, can have an advantage. And maybe a guy like DeVito, although I'm sure he could have done this at Tulane as well, is saying, hey, if I can prove, if I get a chance to start at Georgia and do a good job, I improve my stock for next year's draft. If I don't, but I'm still a high-leverage reliever, I'm doing it in the SEC versus the ACC. If I do a good job, it's not going to hurt me. Had about, what, 14 strikeouts per nine average this past year. 40 Ks, under 25 total innings. Promising. And that's going to happen to you. And as you can see, it's going to happen to you whether you recruit players out of high school or JUCO. So you can't really change your mindset if you're in that next tier behind the very top conferences like the AAC where you have a powerhouse in ECU and you have programs with potential like Tulane, Houston, Cincinnati, the Florida schools. And you got a new group coming in, obviously, and there's some good baseball programs there, too, as schools like Cincinnati and Houston. As he, you know, the shuffle, you're, you're trading off and still getting some good baseball programs. So the AAC is still going to be a quality league moving forward, but just short term looking at this year, next year. Still, you're going to have to fend off if the SEC comes along. They're going to take some talent from you. And you've just got to keep churning it. So whether you're LSU, you know, in the top rung in a highly competitive league where you've got all these powerhouses, including your two big rivals in the state next door winning the last two national championships, what Tennessee has done since Tony Vitello's gotten there, what Dave Van Horn does every year at Arkansas, having Jim Schlossnagel now at A&M, First year, Aggies, with him as head coach, go to Omaha, have a great season. And we know, even though LSU winds up getting two transfers now from Vandy, which is very odd, 
as powerful as Vanderbilt has been lately, they're not going anywhere. Florida is not going anywhere as a power. I mean, you just keep rattling it off, right? Think of what South Carolina used to be. They get it right with head coach. Can they be again? Georgia's had its moments. It's tough. Everybody's trying to win big. Auburn, great season. Getting it right right now. Just it keeps going on and on. So they're going to be picking and choosing wherever they can get talent from, which is other programs, JUCO, high school ranks. And they're going to probably more and more going to copy what Jay Johnson is doing at LSU right now, which is eh, you can't carry all these kids. But you know it and the kids know it. And you get as many commitments from as many different angles as you can between transfers and the high school level and take what you can get in the end after the dust settles from the draft and be happy with the talent that you have. And that has a trickle-down effect that makes the job harder for schools all the way down to all of these really good schools in this region and Conference USA, the Sun Belt, the Southland. Yeah, you saw it. And it's happened. Usually it's only one or two kids a year, but UNO, Southeastern, teams across their league wind up losing a player or two. Their very best ones, if they still have eligibility and don't go pro, that move up to help their stock. That's just going to make the job harder filling out a roster. But you can't stop doing what those coaches have to do, player development. And if you're a Tulane there, as mentioned, in the middle, and you have the challenges of with the scholarship situation as it still is in college baseball, of uh, you know, finding the right kind of student athlete that can afford what it'll still cost to come to your school, and you still need to develop them, and you still need to win, that's Jay Ullman's task now, moving from recruiting coordinator to head coach. Yeah, now you've got the vultures back. It's a back-to-the-future situation for college baseball. Kids can be plucked right off your campus. You know how it happens? You talk about, well, what about, you know, you, you still can complain about tampering in this day and age even with the NIL situation that makes it easier to quote fingers up, tamper, and be within the rules. But it still happens the same way. It's still the same grapevine. These guys, once their seasons are over, where do they go? They go to summer leagues. They talk with other kids. The communication begins in the grapevine. Who's available? Who's looking to up their stock, especially when they hear... You know, from other guys, from other teams. I don't have to recruit you if I can tell my first baseman who's playing with you, a pitcher on the summer league team, hey, coaches think you're pretty good. And you're at school X, but you could move, quote unquote, up to our level. It's going to get a guy thinking. They're all thinking about their future. And baseball proves as much in it as any that you can get talent from anywhere. It can develop in surprising ways. And guys are always going to take advantage of their chance to showcase their talent at the next level because why give up the dream of making it to the major leagues? Guys can make it to the major leagues whether they go to Washington State, Wright State, 
Wayne State. Just using three W states, right? From very different reasons, very different levels to make a point, but it's true. You just want the best opportunity. It's a little easier for the scouts to know what you got when you're at Power 5 state versus, you know, Division 2 state or low major state or group of five state. You get my drift. And it's going to make it more interesting to watch that. And at the same time, it's going to be more annoying for fans. It's harder for most of the teams to thrive in that environment. You're going to value coaches who can do it and do it consistently, who can wade through all that and put a good roster together in the end, find talent, develop it, make it cohesive. There's no tougher job, I, I, I don't think, in this day and age. No matter what level you're competing at, whether you're Johnson and the SEC right now, right? Or any of those other Division One levels, if you want to say, two or three below it. Just trying to put a good team together and keep it together. Fascinating. We'll keep an eye on that, and we do at CrescentCitySports.com. Moving forward into these busy still summer months. I'm Jude Young. This is All Access, my usual Tuesday night stint on the program here on 106.1 FM. When we come back, I mentioned the NBA draft that was. I haven't gotten to talk to you since previewing the thing a week to go. And uh, seven days later, boy, there's lots of reasons to be very excited about the immediate and long-term future of the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll get into that in a moment on All Access Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. On July 1st, Chris Pratt stars in The Terminal List. Lieutenant Commander James Reese, can you outline the details of your mission? It was a setup. They knew we were coming. Nothing in this file adds up. From Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. Answers are blood. Blood. Stay off my list. The Terminal List. New series, July 1st on Prime Video. At Boost Mobile, you get the power of the iPhone SE when you switch, which means the power to stream your favorite shows, download all the music, the power to FaceTime your ex. It's over. Stop calling me. On second thought, don't call your ex. 
Get an iPhone SE for just $19.99 when you switch. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Phone offer limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. 5G not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com for details. And stop calling your ex. She doesn't want to hear from you anymore. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through June 28th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Research shows listeners don't like it when ads interrupt their music. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, we made this ad optional. If you want to skip this ad, remove your left earphone. Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. If you're missing this informative ad, you must love wasting your cash. It's the easy and smart way to save. Now it's all been said, so if that earphone was out, put it back in your head. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Here's Brooke Burke for Skechers' new workout walker footwear. Do you know the world's number one most popular form of exercise? It's walking. And one company has you covered. Skechers, the comfort technology company. With their newest performance walking sneaker, Skechers Workout Walker. Because the Skechers Workout Walker is fully loaded to get the most out of your walk. Including a carbon-infused plate in the sole to add more spring to your step. Find Skechers Workout Walker for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If summer is heating up your hiring needs, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job and get hiring today by visiting Indeed.com credit. Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 106.1 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Man, we just talk all the way through these breaks. My illustrious producer, Rudy Dixon. I am Jude Young, as the voiceover man told you. And we move forward, as promised, to talk about the excitement surrounding the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, if you're filling that live sports summer void, because now we got hockey over, NBA over, as far as the finals go. College baseball done. Congratulations to the Ole Miss Rebels. You got NBA Summer League coming up in like 10 days. As a matter of fact, that's when you'll have an official press conference with all of the Pelicans draft picks together who will participate in the Summer League. But you got to wait until October for the preseason, right? You're, everybody's waiting for training camps and preseason practice, high school, college, and the pros. Next! It uh, gives you time, though, to think and dream about the future of your favorite team, which may or may not be the Pels, who just had a fantastic draft experience. We didn't know last year just how good the draft was. Sometimes, again, you can't grade a, or grade a draft in a sport right away. 
Trey Murphy after a trade back. Boy, he came along late last year with that length and ability to shoot the ball, showing the promise as a defender. But that took some time bouncing back and forth to the G League. The inexact science that the draft is meant that the guy in the second round wound up being the real find, the best find out of several. Of course, Herb Jones. Sky's the limit for him as a defender. If he just continues to get better as a shooter, finding ways to score, how good can he be? And then an undrafted guy, Jose Alvarado, from a two-way contract to being secured with a regular deal before the end of his rookie season and playing massive minutes in the playoffs, guarding a Hall of Famer and Chris Paul. Nobody saw that coming. Can they do it again? Did they just do it again? I, If you can go back and listen to the podcast of all of our shows, go to CCS Podcasts in the menu on CrescentCitySports.com. I told you the guy that I wanted the Pelicans to wind up with. And apparently, out of the what was a consensus top five, he was the next guy on the Pels board. Pelicans had him ranked right behind the three big guys who were going to go in the top three picks and then Jaden Ivey, which is pretty great. His name, Dyson Daniels, an Australian who so very much fits the culture of what they are building here with this NBA franchise. The things that stand out about him, not a perfect prospect because, one, he's still developing with his outside shot, but he's putting in the work and already showing improvement from youth international play to Australian league development to last year in the G League. He's still growing up to nearly 6'8". Great wingspan, what, 6'10", 6'11". And already is a selfless team player to the point where one of his areas of development will be maybe getting a little bit more greedy about scoring the ball himself, a little bit more aggressive. Not that he can't, has touch around the rim and in the lane, which gives you promise that he's going to have touch as a shooter eventually. But his ability to see the floor, pass, rebound, particularly grabbing a defensive board and taking off and trying to make things happen. He's got the ability to be an ideal teammate, secondary creator, and add to that defensive culture that continues to grow as Willie Green takes his team into its second year. Suddenly you have Murphy's promise as a defender, Jones being already a superb one that could wind up being an all-NBA first-team defender, and maybe for a long time. And Alvarado being that uh, annoying, undersized guard pest off the bench. Of course, his little hiding, disappearing act to try to sneak behind people. Becoming a craze nationally on all levels of basketball. But tough, hard-nosed, team-first guys. When you already have stars like Zion Williamson, who looks dedicated, even playing playground ball with people during the summer showing that he's in shape and healthy. That's exciting. Playground ball here, mind you. Not in New York, not in L.A., not in the Carolinas where he's from, in New Orleans. 
being the face of the franchise, maybe finally. Fingers crossed. And of course, C.J. McCollum, the veteran leader, outstanding shooter. So you got those guys and people who are ready to fill in around those guys and do it on both ends. I'm telling you, you can't predict the future when it comes to health. And you can't predict the future when you talk about a loaded roster like the Pelicans have where they really need to create space on it for all of their potential options with only 15 spots. But this team may wind up having the heart of its rotation be made up of guys from the rookie ranks this year and last by the end of the season when we're talking about hopefully, almost certainly, a playoff team again and maybe a lot more. I think Daniels is going to, because of his strengths, going to fit in as a longer guard who can shift and play one through four. It's only going to get stronger. Only going to get better learning the speed of the NBA game after the hard knocks of the G League and his rapid improvement through those times. And the second round pick I haven't mentioned, EJ Liddell, out of Ohio State. Three years, college ranks, kept getting better. Six, seven, long arms, explosive from the sense of standing still, getting off the floor, reaction time. It's that little, that bit of quick trip, which that helps him, even though he doesn't have an explosive first step where if he's going to, you know, face up against you, blow by NBA players. But he got better as a shooter, improving his range, can finish in the lane, rebound, and defensively, just like, even though he's a little bit older than Daniels. Both of these guys understand how to use their length to be able to match up with different players, guards versus forwards, one being a guard in Daniels, the other the forward in Liddell. And they can give guys fits because they understand what they need to do to stay in front of people and make guys shoot over their length. Defense is not that complicated if you understand how to use what you have and understand what you're trying to stop. And the thing that stands out about both of these guys, especially Liddell, that's exciting going from a college number one option star to what he's going to be in the NBA, an important role player, is that these guys understand the work ethic needed. Watching film, knowing what your team's trying to do, and that's everybody on the floor, and knowing your opponents and everybody on the floor. What they're trying to do and what the individual strengths and weaknesses of the guys you're facing are. Because if you're going to succeed in modern basketball, you can't just go, I'm the small forward. I got to know how to play the other small forwards. And maybe the two guard because two guards are kind of wings. You know. Basketball's not like that anymore. You got to know how you're going to match up, how you're going to handle a situation against everybody on the floor. At the NBA level, you got to know what the center wants to do. Is he good on the high post, low post, right block, left block? Is he more of a face-up guy or a shooter? What shoulder does he want to shoot over? 
Is he a good backside rebounder? Is he somebody who just sort of hangs on the perimeter? If you know those type of things, you know how to defend him, and you know what that gives you the flexibility to do in other situations if you can leave him because he doesn't do these things very well or doesn't want to do these things. And then you got to know that about every other guy. So it's not just dribble ball, score ball, rebound ball. It's much more complicated than that if you're going to reach the highest level of success as an individual and as a teammate. And I'm free to admit to you right now that I have not loved the overall evolution of the NBA game based on what it was simply because it feels more like a spaced-out shooting contest as opposed to you know, having the nuance of the game with the inside game and how teams would react if a team had a dominant post player or not, and you'd have those different styles versus everybody in the end kind of playing a different version of the same style because analytics told you shooting threes at a certain success rate, really good, and the hard work went into shooting those threes at that high success rate. The concept of effective field goal percentage much more important than actual field goal percentage. Your effective rate meaning it wasn't that hard to figure out. You know, some guys like really it took a long time, slow evolution on the pro level. But, of course, the three-point line was further back. But remember 1999, the first college three-point line, 86-87 season? Coaches like Rick Pitino. Took a Providence team from the rough-and-tumble Big East that hadn't done anything and had them in the Final Four in the Superdome here. Billy Donovan was one of his guards. You know why that happened? Because he figured out the efficiency of the three-point line right away. If my team takes six three-point shots versus two of any kind of shot, and they're not going to be all layups and dunks, are they? People aren't giving those up constantly, but a different variation. If I take six three-point shots and hit two, effectively, I'm getting six points. That's like hitting three of six to get those same six points inside the arc. It's not that complicated. And now when we see in the NBA... Guys that can shoot 37%, 40% from three. Your effective scoring percentage, if all you took was threes and you hit 40% of them, your effective field goal percentage is what, 60%? You know what you would shoot if there were no three-point line, right? You're not getting those extra points, so you would want to shoot closer. But because there is one, you effectively, by hitting 40% of all threes, you're hitting 60%. That's dominant big man level, right? That changed the game when everybody started figuring that out. Not only here, but around the world. Somewhat negatively. I sort of wish they could adjust the three-point line, maybe take it out of the corners, just to change that aspect of it a little bit and see how that would change the game. I wish they'd experiment with that like in the G League. So we can see what that looks like. Maybe bring some of the big man and post play that, to me, was a beautiful part of the game back to it. Maybe one day. People seem to be happy the way the game's going. Okay. And if you got to play that way, then you need these versatile players. 
guys who were long, who were 6'7", 6'8", like these two the Pelicans have drafted. Not even going to talk about the draft and stash big man with their other second-round pick, or even a promising guard who, if he ever learns how to shoot, named Sebron out of North Carolina State, who will play for their G League team. You'll see him on the Summer League team if you watch any of it. What is he? Oh, 6'7". <laughs> long. You try to find how much versatility you can get out of that guy. It's fascinating. And the Pelicans have a roster full of those type of guys now. They're going to be able to mix up their lineups and match up. At times, focused on shutting down what the other team does best. Other times, looking to maximize what they do best, to exploit what the other team does worse. And have the kind of depth where they can withstand injuries and be really good in 82 games. And that adds up to a lot of wins and a good playoff seed. And then you find out who your best of your best guys are over that time, too. Healthy for the postseason. It's going to be a fun evolution to watch. The next step in a Pelicans team whose needle is clearly stuck on up after so long being, well, just stuck. 504-260-1061 is the number. I am Jude Young. More headlines to get to in a moment, as we always do on the Tuesday night edition of All Access. At Boost Mobile, you get the power of the iPhone SE when you switch, which means the power to stream your favorite shows, download all the music, the power to FaceTime your ex. It's over. Stop calling me. On second thought, don't call your ex. Get an iPhone SE for just $19.99 when you switch. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Phone offer limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. 5G not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com for details. And stop calling your ex. She doesn't want to hear from you anymore. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through June 28th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code WIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime, right to your bank account, PayPal, or gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code WIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code WIN. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. 
Ray Magliazzi here. The tear in my driver's seat does have sentimental value since my butt's molded to fit it, but I'm ready for a new one from eBay Motors with all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. Till then, I'll just scooch. eBay Motors, let's ride. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine and WhereYouAt.com with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon. Have plans for the 4th of July? Well, this Sunday, head to Lafreniere Park in Metairie for the free Uncle Sam Jam with fireworks, cowboy mouth, and much more. Or if you need a place to watch the fireworks on the river on 4th of July Monday, head to Crescent Park for Fourth Fest. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, grab the new Best of the Big Easy issue of Where You At Magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Or log on to whereyat.com and click the community calendar link. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. We were supposed to, over at Crescent City Sports, like we've been doing throughout this month, have a live stream of a high school baseball game. And that game wound up being canceled in the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League in its final week of the regular season. So instead, we are going to bring you a game live on Thursday. Stay tuned. We'll have information on it. You don't see it on Crescent City Sports tomorrow. Ken Traham will have it confirmed no later than his edition of All Access tomorrow night. And it will be a game with playoff implications. I can sort of leak it to you. St. Charles Catholic's team at Chalmette's team with St. Charles Catholic in a battle. Key games going on today. They came into the day, did Cretan Towns and Homes, the sponsored St. Charles Catholic team, in the fourth and final playoff spot behind Jesuit, who's clinched their spot, Rummel, who's very close, and John Curtis in second and third, respectively. There'll be semifinals and finals next Wednesday, and then Thursday... At Lutcher High School, games you can watch all three on CrescentCitySports.com. Hanville won yesterday. They're on the heels of the St. Charles Catholic team. Holy Cross coming to a big game today at Jesuit in sixth place and still in the running. So at this point, six teams or five teams for three spots essentially is what we're down to with Jesuit already in and honing in on that number one seed, which they don't have locked up yet, but should be very interesting. And we'll have results of all of that tonight and through Thursday, the final games of the CCSL regular season on CrescentCitySports.com. And again, likely stream on Thursday, definitely streaming the Wednesday and Thursday of next week after the 4th of July holiday. The championship will be decided in the first Crescent City Prep Summer League, which has been a rousing success, and we've really enjoyed it. Feels like it's going to get bigger as we move forward with that. Come next summer, fingers crossed, right? Also, I had a blast this past weekend, although I'm uh, in a working capacity 
for Ronnie Rance, Doug Ireland, and the gang putting on the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame induction weekend. Of course, because of the pandemic, we had to play catch-up and had two last summer. Fortunately, wiping my brow, just one this year, and it was a blast in Natchitoches. Really fun events put on, and everybody just, they're so humbled from the different walks of life because you're honoring people in so many different sports this state winds up helping produce champions and not just, of course, football where you had Jari Evans, not from here, but one of the greatest guards in NFL history with the Saints coming back this way after going back home to the Philadelphia area after his career and really enjoying his time and being honored in the State Hall of Fame and guys who were from here who uh, fortunately alive do enjoy it like Kyle Williams recently retired. Great career at LSU and with the Buffalo Bills as a defensive tackle. And those who unfortunately left us way too soon, like Eric Andelsek, who was an All-American lineman on the offensive side for the LSU Tigers and was on his way to a brilliant career, dare I say Hall of Famer, in the NFL, blocking for Barry Sanders with the Detroit Lions before an accident hit on the side of the road while mowing his grass. Just awful. 30 years ago, by the way, that happened. I'm glad they were able to finally get Andelsek in the hall. But then others in this class, stars in sports like softball, gymnastics, the rodeo, whether they came to college here to literally vault to fame, if you talk about somebody like Susan Jackson, one of the great gymnasts in LSU history. Or they were born here, like Steve Duhon, a rodeo star that you common sports fan doesn't know anything about. He was so good in football, he was a starter as a freshman at LSU for Paul Dietzel. No joke. But said he wanted to wear jeans and winds up being an absolute stud and a world champion in rodeo. Guys you don't even know about, born and raised in the great state of Louisiana. It's always a fun time and uh, help put on all of that with the uh, Sports Hall of Fame. And you can even watch a full replay at lasportshall.com of the induction ceremony. Highlight videos of the different events. You might want to come up and be a part of the weekend sometime. I would highly recommend it. You need to rub elbows with past and current inductees. Like absolute legends. You'd just be sitting there hanging out. It's like, oh, hey, look, there's Eddie Kennison. Uh, there's Burt Jones. You know, you wind up standing next to him and having a conversation with him. It's pretty neat. And a very relaxed setting in historic Natchitoches. If you haven't seen how pretty it is along the Cane River Lake, that whole setup where the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, a relatively new building, less than 10 years old. If you haven't seen it, it's at least a bucket list type of trip. I highly recommend that. And, of course, this weekend, because I was busy with that ceremony, didn't get to watch the deja vu that was those poor New Orleans breakers. Had a great season, made the playoffs and the return of the USFL, but could never beat the Birmingham Stallions. Close games going into the fourth quarter three times. Lost all three, including the semifinal in Canton. But interesting news that the announcement, of course, we know Fox Sports owns the USFL. They'd like to expand the league to not be all in one location next year, hopefully have at least two, maybe four. The question is, does New Orleans become one of those hubs? 
to host, obviously, Breaker Games and others. If they wind up going to four, maybe. If not, I think they'll stick with Birmingham and pick, you know, a so, quote-unquote northern division hub with Birmingham being in the south with New Orleans. But they, if they expand to four, then maybe it is New Orleans. But where? Is it Yolman in this heat? Yolman would be a great facility for it. But the time of year, spring into summer heat football, I don't know. We'll see. It was a success on television. That was the point. And apparently set with advertising already being sold over 50% for next year, according to Fox. So we'll see it again in those pretty cool-looking breaker uniforms, even though we haven't had a chance to see them in person yet. One more segment to go. We'll take the break. Back to wrap up all access in a moment on 106.1 FM. At Boost Mobile, you get the power of the iPhone SE when you switch, which means the power to stream your favorite shows, download all the music, the power to FaceTime your ex. It's over. Stop calling me. On second thought, don't call your ex. Get an iPhone SE for just $19.99 when you switch. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Phone offer limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. 5G not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com for details. And stop calling your ex. She doesn't want to hear from you anymore. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through June 28th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Boost Mobile, you get the power of the iPhone SE when you switch, which means the power to stream your favorite shows, download all the music, the power to FaceTime your ex. It's over. Stop calling me. On second thought, don't call your ex. Get an iPhone SE for just $19.99 when you switch. All on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Phone offer limited to new customers in one per line. Additional restrictions apply. 5G not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com for details. And stop calling your ex. She doesn't want to hear from you anymore. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through June 28th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I tend to second guest dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Here's the deal. 
I've had constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating for years. I've tried a lot of laxatives and fiber supplements, but my symptoms keep coming back. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Rapid fire round as always. Ju Jung with you taking a look at the CrescentCitySports.com headlines. How about Renee Nato with a good feature on the Swiss Army knife of the Saints offensive line, James Hurst. What a good signing he has been. Will he be the starting left tackle this year? Will the first-round pick Trevor Penning be ready? If not, I've talked about on here, and one of the weaknesses on the team overall to me looks like offensive guard. If Penning's ready to roll... Hurst may wind up playing a huge role at guard. He's certainly capable of it. And the feature breaks that down with thoughts from Hurst himself. Also, Ed Daniels talking about Arch Manning. How good is he? Ed has his thoughts. I don't know if I agree entirely with Ed's thoughts. Maybe we'll talk about that as we move forward, right? How good is Arch Manning? That leads to the second question. Is he overrated because of who he's related to? Well, check out Ed's feature on that and throughout the lead-up to training camp for the New Orleans Saints every week. Les East breaking down different position groups. This week focusing on wide receivers and tight ends. Spoiler, wide receiver position. A lot more promising looking than last year. Tight end position, eh. I think you might have already known that if you're a diehard Houdat. But good breakdowns coming from the award-winning writer Les East throughout this upcoming month of July, just a few days away. We mentioned the big transfers lately out of Tulane, closer Zach DeVito to Georgia, out of UNO, star second baseman Amani Larry to Mississippi State, into LSU, former Vanderbilt starting shortstop. Carter Young. This all happening in less than the past 24 hours. So between football and baseball recruiting, that's going to be the big headlines coming out for many days to come. Tulane, by the way, getting a commitment today from DJ Cloyd out of Columbia, Mississippi. Sixth in the Green Waves class. Third in the past five days. He is an athlete, so he could wind up in the secondary or potentially at wide receiver Got a lot of different skills at 6'2", 190. And it's time to guys you want to get on campus and mold if you're the green wave. 
thanks to Rudy Dixon. Don't need to mold him. He's a great producer. I'm Jude Young saying see you next week. Ken Trahan, all access back at you tomorrow night at 6. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 